every freaking second of the day, I'm going to do it. Everybody wants to be mother freaking wealthy. Are you willing to adapt? Are you willing to change? How uncomfortable are you willing to get? How willing are you going to be to allow me to help you? This is a marathon, not a sprint. You give up your right to be average and ordinary. You gotta show up earlier, you gotta be here later, you gotta hit harder, be more productive, be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of Planet First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing. Hello, everyone. Andrew Taylor here. Welcome to the Family First Life USA podcast. We have Vanessa Powell with us today and two agents, Kat and Dom. And I'm pretty excited about today because this is about new agents, what to expect as a new agent, because you guys are fairly new with Family First Life, right? Yep. Dom, how long have you been here? I'm going into my third month. And Kat, what about you? Three months. So you guys are three months in, and we want to hear what somebody can expect, the good, the bad, the ugly, and that way they know what to expect if they decide to get into the industry. So, Dom, we'll start with you, man. What did you do before? Uh, before, I was actually a manager at EOS Fitness, uh, the gym. Nice. Was that so, pretty fun? It was. Uh, I had sales experience from there. Um, but I think the transition was definitely fantastic. Uh, definitely a lot more sales um, and a lot more money. Now, how long did you do EOS for? Uh, I believe a year and a half. And how old are you? I'm 21. You're 22? 22. I'm 31. 31. Cool. You guys have any kids? No kids. No kids? I have a 12-year-old daughter. Awesome. What did you do before this? I was a bartender. Nice. Was that fun? I did. I liked it. It had its ups and downs, but um, I did enjoy it. Nice. Now, when you guys started, what were the hardest things that you had to overcome to get off the ground selling insurance? Uh, I think the biggest one is working for myself. Um, obviously, like that's a pro, but it could also be a con because I wasn't really respecting my own time. I would respect like my boss's time, uh, but being my own boss... That was an interesting change. Give us an example of that. Um, showing up on time when I say I will. Like if I say I'll work Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh, and then I end up not showing up at 8 a.m., sleeping in, uh, or even not showing up for the entire day just because I'm my own boss. Yeah, Dom actually used to, um, he told me, he's like, I can't work from home anymore. I actually need to go to the office every day because yeah. I cannot work from home. Do you do that? Yeah. Um, I started working at home, got really distracted, wasn't conducive to a good productive environment. So I ended up going to the office and, and actually visiting one of the agent's houses, which is in my neighborhood. Uh, and it's a lot better for keeping me productive. Me and my friend, we used to go, hey, we would get to the office at 7 to dial, and whoever didn't show up before 7 would have to pay the other person $100. Mm -hmm. And you don't think it's a big deal, but every single day, it starts to add up. And we would always trick ourselves into being accountable in, with these weird little games, you know? Did you ever have to pay $100? I think maybe once. Okay, that's not too bad. 
Yeah, I think I might have once. But I would be running to the door, like <laughs> 659, <laughs> running to the door. But yeah, man, it, it's hard to be accountable to yourself because you don't have to. Um, did you, let's say you planned, I'm going to do all these things tomorrow and you don't do it. How did you feel? Ooh, um, that's a good question. I, I really just feel like I'm not doing the most with this business. Like I, I see all the pot- potential. Um, I see people who've done it and I could do the exact same. I have access to all the same resources. Uh, and I just realize I'm not doing it. So I think it's just realizing the stark difference between my situation right now and seeing other leaders' success uh, and knowing it's just as simple as doing what I say I'm going to do. I was going to say that I feel, I, would, I feel guilty when I like tell myself things that I'm going to do and then I don't do them because not only am I hurting myself, but I feel like I'm hurting my family. Like the reason I do all this, the things that I do in this business are for my family, for my future family, like all the things I want to accomplish. So it doesn't just affect me. It affects other people. So you're doing this for so, your future family. Yeah. 1000%. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just the freedom, you know, I want to be able to be there for my kids, go to soccer games, provide them with a college education if they want it, things like that. I just want to have, provide opportunity and freedom for, for my family and for myself, you know? So absolutely. I mean, it's same for you, Kat. I mean, she has a 12 year old daughter and, Mm -hmm. um, if you want to talk a little bit about that too, how this business has changed, you know, your life for you and your daughter. Absolutely. Yeah. My life has changed in every aspect, actually. Um, you know, my income has increased. I work at home now, so I get to see my daughter a lot more. Uh, just my quality of life in general is better. I can focus on myself more. I have more time for me. Yeah, well, and I mean, I was raised by a single mom, too, and it's very, very tough trying to juggle it all, mm-hmm. right? And especially yeah. you were working nights, too. That's really tough. Like, your daughter was, you know, having to be babysat, and you weren't able to, you know, be there to do her homework, do all those simple things that you want to do as a parent. Absolutely. You couldn't do. It was hard. So now you're able to work for yourself, work from home, do mm-hmm. all those things that you weren't able to do before, which is a game changer so, for yeah. a lot of parents. And and her. I've noticed a huge change in my daughter and how she acts, and she's just happy to have me around more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's huge. What? How hard was it for you guys to start investing in leads since you don't have to do that in a job? I would say... Um, I now don't have a problem, but I definitely, that was something I thought about. You don't know, you know, how much money you're actually going to make and and investing in, you know, the business and leads and it's scary. Um, I transitioned well though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I I remember you expressing concern to me about, oh, I don't know if I want to invest in leads and I'm just like, it's just the business. You just have to do it. You work for yourself. It's just part of the, (laughs) what you got to do. Um, and I mean, I, it took you, I mean, you were contracted for a long time oh, and yeah, I, it took months. you a very long time to kind of make that jump. And once you did, you started crushing it immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I think like, I called two people and I made a sale. Yeah. Well, originally she had told me, she's like, all right, well, I'm going to give this, what did you say? Two or three months. I'm going to work this part time. And then, yep. Cause um, I had another job when I started. Yeah. So I'm going to give this two or three months, see how I do. And then, you know, I'm going to go with this full time. And then she ended up making her first sale and then quit, quit the next day. <laughs> Put my two weeks in. I was like, okay. And took this full time. Yeah. Best decision I've ever made. Was that scary? It's terrifying. That was, this is probably the scariest thing I've ever done. 
Isn't it fun, though, to kind of be scared a little bit? No. <laughs> I'm happy now, but I... Ooh, yeah. It was a, it was a tough... It was a rocky sure. beginning, but... Dom, I, think, I think we're all a little bit terrified coming into this business because it is a beast, truly. Yeah. Well, when I left the grocery store to do this, everyone told me that I was crazy, I was going to lose my benefits, it sounds like a scam. It does seem too good to be true, honestly. But once you do it, it's not too good to be true because nope. it's hard work, mm-hmm. right? It's what you put into it. It's what you put into it. And when people say it's too good to be true, I'm like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> That's like saying the guy at the gym that's ripped is he didn't have to do anything for it. Or it's just luck or genetics or something like that. Yeah, but it's not. That dude's working like crazy. Yeah, well, and we kind of said this in the other podcast too, but I think it's just almost the opportunity here that is sometimes it's just wild. Like the things that you can like scale this business and where you can actually take it and provide for your family. It's truly like incredible. Like yeah. there's not another sales position you're going to find that provides this opportunity. Like I, I haven't found it. Yeah. So I, what I was doing the other day is, um, if you made six, how, what's what's minimum wage now? Do you think nationwide? I think it's like ten. Oh, is it up? I think it's like tw- I don't twelve fifty maybe. Twelve fifty. Oh, okay. okay. So let's say twenty bucks an hour. Someone makes twenty bucks an hour. They work forty hours a week. How much is that? Eight hundred a week. Yeah. So that's thirty two hundred dollars per month, right? Now, uh, commissions range when you sell a policy, but let's say a commission, let's say that I sold a policy and sometimes I would make, I'd get paid in commission from that policy $1,000. What I was thinking is if I did three or four of these, that's like making 20 bucks an hour, but it's, uh, it's the same money. So can I do three or four sales? Or maybe five or six because you'll have chargebacks. And so I would relate everything to how many sales can I make in a month and look at what my personal issue paid average was or premium average was. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's interesting when you kind of break it down that way because when you actually look you know, at other outsiders, people who work nine to fives, you kind of are like, Wow. That's that's it, you know? That's how much you work and yeah, that's how much you make. It's it's crazy when you break it down like that. Um, well, go ahead. So as being a bartender, that's kind of how we would do our money when you split tips, you'd break it down into hourly, which I did, you know, pretty well hourly. And when I crunched my numbers for how much, you know, my commission and how much I actually worked on, you know, this application, it's wild. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm like, Whoa. So what's the downside? Um I would say, let's see, the downside. Chargebacks. Chargebacks are a huge downside. Have you got hit with chargebacks? I have. Have yeah. you, Dom? I've not yet. Oh, man. Not that many, though, Kat. No, I haven't had a lot. It was um, nothing in comparison to what I've... What? What? How'd you feel, though, about it? Oh, that definitely was not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a... Uh, I think, you know, it's expected. Anytime I bring a new agent on, I... I mean, if anything, I tell them they're going to have more chargebacks than they actually will have. 20%, 30% is an in-home, I would say, standard, right? But with telesales, I rarely have chargebacks, and you've had maybe one or two, and Dom, you haven't had any. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's, it's so easy lower. to pay it back. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just take a couple Explain a chargeback. If someone's watching, thinking about getting in the industry, explain what a chargeback is. 
Uh, so a chargeback would be when a client cancels their policy. Uh, so they would take part of the commission and you have to pay it back because you're what, advanced your yeah. money. Yeah. Someone, someone told me they don't like this business because chargebacks. And I told them like, then you don't like any business because every, co- every company has a version of chargebacks. It could be theft. It could be uh, food going bad or o- over ordering food. Um, it could be canceled gym memberships. It could be, it's all the same thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So you just have to build it in and expect it. So like you were saying, like expectations are huge when you're bringing on new agents, they have to know the expectations. And what are those? So I think like the biggest thing that I've learned about being an agency owner, like I said, is setting proper expectations with everyone, knowing exactly what they're getting into, explaining chargebacks, explaining that, you know, you work for yourself. I'm here to help you, but, you know, I'm not your boss. Um, I also make sure that they also value my time, you know, and if they break that, like, commitment for, you know, me to train them, me to meet them, whatever the case is, then I'm like, hey, like, that's not cool. Like, we're here to make you money. This is a business. You need to treat it seriously. And, um, you know, setting the expectation, like you need to be on at 8 a.m. if I'm training you, if I'm sending you leads, I need to listen to you dial. You need to be on Zoom helping everyone, unmuting, training, helping. Um, And that's pretty much it for the expectations. What Zoom dials do you do? Is it just your team? Yeah. So we have um, my my agency and then we also have a few other agencies that are on that. Um, Zoom as well. So there's about two or three agencies that we all collaborate with. It's super great um, because, you know, we can, ev- you know, every new agent gets to kind of hear different, different, everyone's kind of different sauce, they say on presentations, different agencies, different people in the business. Uh, but yeah, there's probably about maybe 40 or 50 of us on daily. Nice. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learn so much still every day listening to other people's presentations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, because we all kind of say the same thing, but we all kind of have our own sauce, our own jokes, our own kind of little thing that we like to add in. And, it, you know, just that one little thing sometimes can can really take your presentation, you know, to a close. And what kind of leads do you guys use? I've been doing live transfers. Um, I also use internet leads. I ran mortgage in the beginning. And that's it? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, um, I've been running mortgage protection for uh, the last two months, but starting to dip my toes into live transfers as well as uh, final expense. Nice. And how many live transfers do you guys get per day? <laughs> so I probably I take my first call and I close it. I kind of call it a day. <laughs> She's honestly had one of the best experiences that I've seen in the business, the which I can't, I can't express enough. I'm, when I say I don't have... That many bad things. Maybe you just have good vibes. I think I do. Yeah. I can see it. I, I'm pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you get a call in the morning, close it, and then you're done? Yeah. L- Vanessa, she... <laughs> what do you do? Go to the pool? I, yeah, I'll hang out by the pool. Sometimes hang with their daughter. I hang out with my daughter. Do you leave the, the calls on? Uh, I turn them on in the morning, and I usually get one in the first, like, hour. So I'll start cleaning my house and wait for the call and then, you know, do laundry. Then I get my call, I close it, and then I kind of just go on with my day. I'll I'll hop Mm -hmm. on Zoom, too, if, like, somebody needs help or something. She'll be like, can somebody jump in? I'll I'll try my best to jump in. So you don't want – you're more looking to make some money and have a lot of free time. Yes. You're not looking to go kill it and ride a – I'm not opposed to 
to killing it. But at, You're right just not now ready where yet. I'm at, I, I'm just kind of really enjoying my – I've worked really hard, you know, my whole life. I worked two jobs. I, you know, took care of a daughter on my own. So I'm kind of just enjoying the, the me time and being able to spend yeah. time with her. And the freedom is great. It's great, but it can also be – it can also hurt you if you don't respect your own schedule. Oh, absolutely. I say, I tell her that every day. Because what you're doing is not normal. <laughs> like no. most people aren't going to get one call, make a sale, and then be off for the day. No. Maybe absolutely. she just has a really great trainer. I, she, <laughs> Vanessa has taught me some amazing things. Oh, That's true. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to schedule because I think that this is the number one issue with being self-employed and selling life insurance. What are some distractions and how do you how do you get rid of them? I think the biggest distraction for me was honestly like I'm someone who loves to just like scroll on Instagram, kind of like take my my TikTok. Do you have your phone? I do. Look at your screen time for yesterday real quick. <sighs> Honestly, it's probably so. I mean, we were traveling, so that would yeah. Do. I don't even know how to do that. If I'm being honest, go to settings. Um, <laughs> settings. Screen time. Oh, screen time. I think you can do it for like. Oh wait, turn people. on screen time. Mine's not even on. What about you? My phone's not in here. What about you? My phone's also not in here. <laughs> Dude, I was just reading that you sp- were expected expected to spend eleven years. On, in, on social media of our lives. And then I started looking at my screen time and it's like five hours a day. And it's how, how much, how productive could you be without that? I mean, I would oh. say most of it too is also like, you know, building the business. Some of but it is. TikTok, that's not <laughs> something that's building the business. And that's something I do. It's a guilty pleasure to be honest, but. TikTok will get you for hours in the TikTok yeah. hole. Absolutely. TikTok. TikTok knows you better than you know you. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? What else, what other distractions? What kind of videos think? pop up on no. your TikTok? Like what? It depends where I'm at. Amazon gym so We were just in Miami a few months ago, and then all of a sudden there were alligators and <laughs> crocodiles. crocodiles popping up on my TikTok. I'm like, okay, that was weird. It just depends on like I feel like my phone hears me talk, so just the random things. Right now it's um, Top Gun because I just saw the movie and I've been <laughs> doing a lot of Top Gun research. <laughs> like what? You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are, are – you have your own schedule, but you how often do you actually stick to it? I would say the last few weeks I've actually stuck to it. It was just the first – Month and a half, it was really hard getting into a groove. Yeah, so I had to like lock myself in an office that no one could get into in order and put my phone away and use a regular phone so I'm not on Facebook or Instagram. And then I would get really good results. I actually just uh, made a office at my house. So I told my daughter, when the door shut, you don't come in. And I, I plan on doing the same thing. Yeah, you got to lock yourself away. Yep. I, I, I called it building a bunker. <laughs> you got to be in your bunker and then go get all your work done and then be done. Now, you guys have a pretty cool thing. You're doing five presentations a day is the goal, right? 
Yep. Our goal is five presentations a day, um, 25 presentations a week. So, so after five presentations in a day, you're calling, 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 waiting for live transfers, calling, calling, calling. Do you just stop? I mean, it's it's up to you. We just we just needed something that was, you know, because when we were running in home, you know, there was a certain standard and a criteria to me, right? 30 appointments a week, 1,000 dials a day. That's what we did. When we transitioned to telesales, there wasn't really any sort of standard or path to follow. It's just, okay, you just dial the phone and get a sale. So we came up with that just basically for <laughs> um, for telesales, right? We buy leads Sunday. We buy leads Thursday. And we do the same thing. It's just telesales, five But someone could do 10 presentations in a day or 15, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think you could You could definitely if you worked from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. I would say for the most part, you could get five, five presentations in before noon. Did you, hear, do, did you hear about the guy that worked from uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time? He started on the East Coast and then at 9 p.m.? Then he flipped back over to West Coast time, and then at 9 p.m. he went to Hawaii time and then dialed from, like, 9 to midnight. So from 6 a.m. to midnight, he was he was closing deals. Wow. How many families did he protect that day? It was, day? like, 17 or something crazy. That's wow. awesome. Jeez. Yeah, that is, that is pretty crazy. But you think about somebody in a bad situation, bad financial situation, which, unfortunately, a lot of people are. You could get out. You're not. You can't say you can get out of it, but you can increase your odds through work ethic by doing that and getting rid of distractions and just crunching weeks into days. You could get the same amount of work done in a few weeks and a few days. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was funny because I had just posted in our group chat the other day um, my bank account when I first started in the business. Do you guys know how much was in my bank account? Forty-seven dollars. Forty-seven dollars. When I started in the business. <coughs> so what I did, I opened up two credit cards and I flew out to Florida and met two complete strangers in the business. And Which were ran who? Mel and Josh. I never met them. And started running appointments with them. And that's what I did. Forty-seven. <laughs> so can, what were you going to do if your $47 ran out? I opened up two credit cards. So I had two credit cards that I put all my leads on, my travel, everything. So I completely like bet on myself. I went out there, um, and it was crazy because it was a it was a year ago, um, almost a year ago. I started back in July of 2021, um, but it was just crazy. Like looking back on that from from that point in my life to now, like my financial situation is completely different, and my life too. So just crazy. And you were going to quit? Yeah, I was going to quit, <laughs> as you know. I had, I don't even think I've told you guys this, but there was one point I, back when I first started, I called Andrew and I asked him, I said, like, is this real? Like, is this business real? I, I do remember you telling me that. Yeah. yeah. It was just crazy. What was your response? <laughs> yes, it is real. <laughs> I don't, quite I don't know. I don't remember. That's kind of a hard question to answer. Yeah. But I remember you definitely were thinking about quitting. Well, and I'm just not someone who... Like, I just won't quit. Like, I just have a lot of pride. And I just, you know, if everyone else is doing it, there's no reason I can't do it either. So um, I just. But like, why were you so frustrated? I just wasn't getting the results that I wanted. And it, I take responsibility for that, too. I think that 
you got to look in the mirror and just your results are, are you. So, I mean, I think I played a, a huge, I mean, I was the entire reason that I wasn't succeeding and where I, you know, wanted to be. How fast so, can you start thinking about bad stuff? Like this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Really fast because it's, you can blame anything. You can blame the leads. You can blame the system. You can blame me. You can blame Andrew Taylor. You can blame Sean Mike. But at the end of the day, it's just all you. So I just yeah. read. Which is scarier than just blaming other people. I just read Bradley's book called. Uh, Drew, what's this book called? I don't know. Real something. Real financial? No, no, no. No, that's his agency name. Oh, okay. Um, the Hard Way. That's what it's called. Oh. And it's, he, it's talking in there about how people talk to themselves. And it's saying like, if you were your. If you were your own friend, would you be your friend? Or would you be like, this person's a jerk? <laughs> what do you think? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah. I would definitely be my friend. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I think, yeah, same. All the time? Mm, maybe not. Or do you ever time. go, this isn't going to work. That's not going to work. This isn't going to work. Do you ever go down that rabbit hole? I think definitely I have, especially uh, the first few weeks of going into this business. But I look at those as just intrusive thoughts. I shouldn't give them any more weight than they need, right? Yeah, and I th- like I said, if people have expectations, like this is going to be really hard in your first few weeks, you're going to get hung up on a lot. Yeah, but You know what I mean? Have you had negative self-talk that has limited what you've been able to do? Yeah, absolutely. thousand percent. You have. Yeah. 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 So the whole concept in this chapter was like, if you're being, if you should be encouraging to yourself, like a friend would be to you. Mm -hmm. Be kind Mm -hmm. to yourself. Not, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. This is going to go bad. You know? Yep. That's actually how I am a lot in, um, you know, this business. I think I'd wake up and I said, I'm going to make a sale today. And I'd would make a sale. Every time I, I said, you know, something positive or set a goal for myself, I always hit it. But if you go in, you're like, oh, today's yeah. not going to be a good day. It's not mm. going to be a good day. So I called that the doom loop. And what I meant by it is if I would have a couple no sales, then I would just be in this mental space where it was, it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And everyone I talked to was like, D- I don't want to, I don't want to be around this guy. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know it. And all your thoughts are negative. And then I would have to break that cycle by ma- getting out and making a sale. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes even just stepping away for a minute and kind of go to the gym or eat lunch, clear your head a little bit and you can come back like fresh. So how too. do we, how, do, how does a new agent fight the normal negativity that com- that most people have? I think, honestly, it has to do with them. I think that they have to believe in themselves. It all comes down to you wanting it and you believing in yourself. Yeah, and I think, like, what you had told me too, Drew, was, you know, you need to surround yourself with people who are doing well in the business. You don't want to surround yourself with people who are not doing well. Because if there's two people who aren't doing well, like, what's going to come of that? It's contagious. It's contagious. So you need to be around people who are doing well, positive, and who are, you know, protecting families every month. Yeah. My, I always say my job is to give people good news. 
because it can completely change their day. So if you call me and I go, oh, this person just quit and, you know, this happened and this happened and this happened, or I go, did you hear this person just, you know, went five for five on appointments today and he's brand new, then that changes the entire tone of your day. It's weird. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you hear other people's success, it definitely... Yeah, but if you just share that instead of all the negativity, but it's more normal for people to share negativity, You know, I was told once that um, you go to a restaurant and 10 people go there and they don't like it. You'll hear by 10 people that they don't like it. Five people go and they like it. You'll hear probably from one person or none. Yeah, or none. That's why reviews online are kind of sketch. Yeah, I agree. But then again, there's a lot of good reviews. So someone must be doing that. Yeah. It's us. (laughs) I know. It's all of us going on. Yeah, but yeah, 100%. So staying now. You're talking about stay away from negative people. I always said it was the people in the back of the room during a training that were doing their own training in the hallway that don't sell anything. I never wanted to be in that meeting because it was, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this sucks, that sucks, and it's contagious, and it's like an illness. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. You have to be around people who are doing well in the business for you to do well yourself. Um, Because this business is all about really perspective and your mindset. It's, it's huge. Huge. Huge in this business. So it's it'll definitely bring you down if you don't have a good mindset. I mean, I think for me, some things that I do daily to kind of keep my mind and my mood lighter is waking up early. Obviously, that makes me feel good about myself. What time? Depends. Five to six. I'm trying to get on like Sean Mike's level and do like, what does he do? 430? Probably. But, you know, it's just got to work your way up there. What time do you go to bed? Like 11. 2 a.m. Yeah, it depends on the night. Some days. You go to bed at 2 a.m. Sometimes. She's and, recruiting. And wake night. up at 5. So it was so funny because um, I'm for those who don't know, I mostly recruit on like Instagram and LinkedIn. But I was on LinkedIn and I was messaging at like 12 o'clock at night. This guy responds and says, so do you always try to recruit people at 12 at night? That was his response. To me. I said, yeah. And then he booked him? a call with me, yeah. So You should have said, yeah, I'm busy working. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I said. I said, yeah, I'm working at 12 a night. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. But yeah, so I wake up early. Um, I go to the gym pretty much almost every day. Do you have a gym buddy? That cat, actually. We go together, <laughs> yeah. So uh, gym, and then I just like to eat healthy, you know, do things that make me feel good yeah. about myself. We hold each other accountable in a lot of yeah. areas of our life. The gym, eating healthy, work. Yeah. For sure. We're each other's cheerleaders. <laughs> That's yeah. good. That's cool. Any other tips you want to give to someone new starting out from the test to anything? I would just say if you're hesitant, don't be. Just jump in. Dive in and do it. What's yeah. the worst that can happen? Exactly. Dom? Um, I'd say I think the biggest thing for me was eliminating eliminating excuses because uh, I realized before I had a whole bunch of excuses and all those served were to keep me from my goals. Right? So now um, eliminating excuses and actually listening to all the agents and leaders I have access to, um, if they believe in me, then there's no reason I shouldn't believe in myself. So yeah. Do you guys like working from your phone? Do you guys like doing telesales? Absolutely. 
they've never done an in-home presentation ever. They only know telesales. They don't even know what it means to. <laughs> That's actually why I didn't. I waited so long to join is because I wasn't going to go in-home. Yeah, I thought about a lot of people that like have chronic illnesses or some misfortunate thing happened to them. And now they don't have to, or let's say they have a bad back or something, right? They couldn't drive all over the place because it would just destroy their back. They could actually make money now doing telesales. Like it opened the, or like someone who doesn't have a babysitter. Like it opened the opportunity up to the rest of the world. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many sales I've made from my bed. <laughs> Vanessa always be like, are you in bed? And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm working from my bed. You're welcome. I just made a sale. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. But no regrets so far? No. Best decision yeah. I've made. Scary, but best one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely it was scary in the beginning, but I got over that really quick. Yeah, I think you, like both of you guys were, I think the the thing that I've admired about both of you guys, and you guys are probably the two best, one of the best agents I've trained, um, is because you both are incredibly coachable you guys take everything and you guys actually implement it which is big in this business you have to be willing to be coached and critiqued and kind of put your ego aside and just learn the business and both of you every time you're done with the pres- presentation what could I have done better what it you know what did I do wrong or where did this go wrong what did I say which a lot of people won't do right they just say okay well that person just didn't want to buy insurance yeah it was them it was not yeah me. But I just don't like ever looking stupid or like I want to sound knowledgeable. I'm like, how how could I be better? I always just want to be the best that I can be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people's fear, I think, is that they, you know, they don't know the products. They don't know the programs and they're they're scared to actually start talking to clients about it. Um, and really all you have to do is just read the script Um and it, it, it explains it all, to be honest. Script is life. The script, yeah. <laughs> script is So as, as you become successful, you forget what it's like to be new. Like, I forgot what it's like to be a brand new agent. So some people want to start with the company with someone that's new because they're more in tuned to what it's like being new. If somebody wanted to work with you, are you guys going to build an agency? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. If someone wanted to work with you, how could they reach you? So uh, my Instagram is at Vanessa I Powell, and we just created P-O-W-E-L-L? A, yep. Is that like Lake Powell? No, I wish. How's Lake Powell spelled? <laughs> Same, but oh. I thought you were meaning like I owned it or something. No. But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. You're right. Yeah, so Vanessa I Powell on Instagram. Uh, we actually just created an um, agency Instagram as well, which is at Takeover Insurance, and then my cell phone is seven six zero six one seven eight eight one two. My Instagram is uh, <laughs> Katrina Simaglia, K A T R I N A C I M A G L I A, and then my phone number is six two three two five eight seven two two nine. Uh, my Instagram, I should really change it. Uh, it's super long. It's Dom the Bomb Yee Yee. <laughs> um, but I like it. I don't think you should change it. All right, decision made. <laughs> um, but my phone number is a lot easier. That's eight one eight eight four nine zero zero six four. 
Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. If you're interested in getting in the industry, call these guys. They can get you set up. Thank you guys for coming in. Thanks for yeah, having me. Thank you. you.